Welcome to the power of sticking together with me, your host, Leishla Tremble, and my special guest, Chief Apostle Arthur T. Jones Sr. and Bishop Sharon P. Cannon Jones, <laughs> who I so gracefully call my bishop and mama. Listen, I have been checking my list ever since I started podcasting to get my spiritual parents on my podcast. When they agree, I smile from ear to ear. Oh man, this episode is going down in history. Yep, you heard me right. My spiritual father and mother are here to break bread with me. I am their daughter, not only in the gospel, but also by love. What better way to celebrate Christmas Eve with two of the most influential people in your life as guests on your podcast? I know you guys have been waiting patiently for this one. This episode will have you eating your cookies and milk while waiting for the best gift of all. Or maybe looking for the Eastern star like the wise men in the Bible on this Christmas Eve. One thing for sure, you don't want to miss this story on the birth. Instead, turn up the volume and get ready to experience the Christmas story like never before. Are you ready? Let's go. (laughs) It is now time for me to break bread with Chief Apostle Arthur T. Jones Sr. and Bishop Sharon P. Kenny Jones. Welcome to the post, my Apostle and Bishop Sharon. God bless you, precious daughter. God bless you. Listen, Chief Apostle, I think I should call you my apostle. I know I always call you my bishop, but hey, anyway, thank you for accepting my invitation. How are you both doing today? I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. Oh, exactly. and, great, and great to be here with Glad you. Oh, y'all hear that? Oh my God. Mm. Get you a bishop like mine. You don't have one. Sorry. <laughs> okay, anyway, listen, are you ready to celebrate Christmas? Yes. I'm yes. ready. You ready? I'm ready. All them grandkids, huh? All right. You know what? I'm just happy. I'm happy because for the past, how many Christmases? Last Christmas, we weren't together. That's true. This Christmas, we're going to be together. Mm. And I'm excited. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I yes, know I that's am. right. I'm excited. You know, by the time this on the air, it would be Christmas Eve. Yes. So, you know... I know you are both ready to drop some gems of knowledge and wisdom to our listeners, as I so much call them, the congregation. Well, now before we break bread together, you know I have to introduce you both to my listeners. Is that all right? It's all right. It's all right. All right. So Chief Apostle Arthur T. Jones Sr. is the founder and the prelate of All People International Church that we called APIC Incorporated and the Father's Covenant International Fellowship headquarters in Jacksonville, Florida. Apostle Jones is the husband of one wife. One wife. Say that again. One wife. (laughs) One whole wife. (laughs) She got a whole husband. (laughs) Letting y'all know just in case you didn't know. Okay. So, Bishop Sharon Patricia Cannon Jones for over 53 years. Oh my God, y'all been married longer than I've been on earth, Mm. Lord Jesus. By living a life in honor and integrity, he has earned great respect from his children, each of which has ministries under his tutorage. 
No, Bishop Arthur T. Jones Jr. married to Tanya Jones. That's, that's the right. First Lady Jones. That's right. They have a wonderful church called Impact Washer, and it's Maberton, Georgia. Georgia. Okay, I always get that messed up. Yeah. And then Pastor Arthur T. Jones, who's married to Lady Sharonda Jones. Ardell T. Jones. You right. <laughs> you right. <laughs> Who serves as executive pastor with his father and the founder of Life at the River International Ministries, his preaching ministry. And then we have that wonderful Chantel T. Jones Cross, who's now a minister, right? Yes, that's right. Who's married to Herbert, who is the national minister of music at All People International Church and Father's Covenant International Incorporated. Amen. Chief Apostle Jones and Bishop Sharon are most honored to be the parents of three adopted families. We have Walter and Denise, Robert and Carmela, and Sean Jurel and Philip. They are proud grandparents of six beautiful granddaughters, Asia, Aja, Aja, Tiana, Tiana, <laughs> Sam Farman, Hannah, uh huh, Carmen, huh, Brittany, mm-hmm. <laughs> and two grandsons who are Arthur T. the Third and Jalen and Ashlyn. And Ashlyn, that's right. Oh my God, my little person. That's, that's right. your little heart. That's yes. little yes. My little person. She will be two years old on Christmas Day. She is so cute. When she first saw our our lights, she walked and got out of the car. She said, "Christmas Day." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Not yet. If it was Christmas Day, it would be your birthday." <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh my God, such a beautiful family. You know, yes. Apostle Jones has served in ministry for a long time. He was saved at the age of 15 and called into the preaching ministry at the age of 16. I'm not going to tell you what I was doing at 16. We're going to leave that alone. (laughs) The chief apostle is known as a father, a mentor to many around the world. I so often hear people calling you this gentle giant with a powerful voice. You know what I found out? I found you to be more than a gentle giant but a true example of a loving father, a grandfather, and husband. And I know some may not even see this, but if you get to know him, he can be a real good friend. That's right. You know, listen, the congregation is glued in, ready for the both of you to speak, (laughs) but not quite yet. (laughs) I have one more guest I need to introduce is Bishop Shannon P. Cannon-Jones. Mother, I think, they don't mind waiting before we feast just a little bit longer. So let's talk about you. They say the best meals is the ones you let simmer. So we are just <laughs> heating up. You not only share in the pulpit with Chief Apostle, but you also serves as national president of, of the Women's Department of All People International Church, which Host a annual Isha conference, which is coming up soon, coming right? Coming up soon, January the 14th through the 16th, 2022. You see, she got that plug. Y'all better come. <laughs> it's going to be phenomenal. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And trust me, I'm going to put more information in the intro down at the description part of this episode. So please make sure you click because we're looking forward to seeing you there. And you also leave a national prayer conference called It's Another Time to Pray. Yes. 
my first lady, Busy. She is the founder of She Leads, a ministry designed to empower and train women to walk in the authority of God, to give them lead and affluence in their homes and communities. Yes. The heart of her ministry is her passion for issues relating to marriage, parenting, women in leadership and mentoring pastor wives to function within their God-given call to help their husband. That part right there just blessed my heart. To help who? Their husbands. (laughs) Bishop Sharon has also published several books. We have From the Heart of a Pastor's Wife, The Summer of a Woman's Wife, and her most recent release, Sets in the Tired Wife, Practical, humorous, and informative books jam-packed with nuggets, you know, wisdom for every reader, whether you are young or old, single or married, female or male. She also is a podcaster. (laughs) Oh, my God. God has given you the strength to do all these things. I so often used to hear Bishop say on the pulpit, he would give you strength for the journey. journey. And you have received that. Um, Her podcast is called Matters of the Heart, which speaks to issues on challenges, troubling God's people, what his word says, and it can be applied to cover every area of concern. Yes. Highly respected, greatly loved, anointed servants of God, worthy of Double honor, whom God is not through with yet. Woo! <laughs> Daughter, let me say this. <laughs> Everything you said about Sharon Patricia Callan Jones is more than true. Yes, sir. All the things that she that she does, she does it more than well. And certainly God has given to her strength for this journey. And my heart, you know, she helped me so much in ministry. In the beginning of our ministry, she was the extension of my thoughts and what my hands could not reach. She extended her hands that we might be successful in it together. And in these days, it's my humble pleasure to walk with her, to say amen to the things that she does and to offer a helping hand any way I can. She is the love of my life. She is my first lady. Mm. She is my first lady. Mm. Sharon Patricia Cannon Jones. Love you, baby. Hugs and kisses. Oh, my God. They over here being all smoochy-woochy. I didn't ask him to be all smoochy-woochy, but I'm going to let him have his moment. (laughs) All right. So we are ready to stir your spirit. Let the feast begin. Chief Apostle, I'm going straight to the meat. All right. Okay. So I'm so honored again to have you on here with me today. My heart is always attentive when you speak. So I don't want to waste time. You know, I have been listening to you for over 27 plus years, you know, my age. So of teaching, preaching and talking about who Christ is, the way you unwrap Christmas this time of the year brings so much warmth of hope, peace and joy and love to those who are listening. You know, Andy Williams sings a song. It's the most wonderful time of the year. During this season, his song brings a cheerful atmosphere. Well, the way you talk about the birth of Christ brings an expectation that something wonderful is about to happen or take place in my life. Now, I can speak for me, but I'm sure those that have been under your tutorage and teaching and preaching can relate the same. Listeners, something 
is about to take place in your life as well. Don't take my word for it. Listen for yourself. So, Apostle, how do you feel about Christmas? Christmas. <laughs> you know, when we when we look at uh, how how it is defined, uh, Christmas uh, in in the in the country that we live in, America, uh, is a religious holiday uh, that has become a federal holiday that we have a time off from work to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. <laughs> Constantine, uh, a Roman emperor uh, in, what, what was it? 336. In 336, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he first, he first uh, began the celebration of Christmas on December 25th. So many years ago, just a little after Christ, he did that, that he might introduce Christianity to the Roman Empire and to offset uh, the worship of pagan celebrations. Uh, today in America, where I live, I, I often think about home and when I grew up. Christmas to me at home was an exciting time. A little fellow that on Christmas Eve, I could not sleep. I couldn't wait for for the sun to come up a little bit. So me and my sister, we were the youngest sister, Barbara Davis and, and, and myself. We would run out there to see what God had put for us under the tree mm. because we understood that it was by him that all this was possible. My mother made that clear. Amen. Yeah, we, we, we heard we heard all the songs about Santa Claus and about Christmas about how we better be good children because Santa Claus is coming to town. He's checking his list. He's checking it twice, going to find out who was naughty and nice. So you better be good for goodness sake. We heard all that. And, 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 and honestly, as a child, we kind of wondered about if that was true. Mm-hmm. Then you hear, then, then you hear that little, that little saying about, about Santa Claus coming and say that the children was all snugged in their bed. With visions of sugar plum dancing with their head, with hopes that St. Nicholas would soon be there. I and my captain mom and her gown had sit so down for a long winter's nap. And all of a sudden we heard such a crowd. <laughs> we looked out the window to see what the matter. What they saw? A little tiny fat man riding a sled <laughs> with eight tiny reindeers. <laughs> and then we heard the, the little song that was sung. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw him, you would even say it glowed. All the other reindeers used to laugh and call him names, and they never would let Paul Rudolph join in any reindeer games. Then one cloudy Christmas Eve, Santa, Christmas Eve. <laughs> Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? Then all the reindeers loved him as they shied out with green gleam. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer, you'll go down in history. These are things mm-hmm. that children were taught. Mm-hmm. That little, that little fat man in that red costume was a method by which the world could steal Christmas mm. its true meaning from the hearts of even children. Wow. And sometimes parents are upset mm. when you tell them, but here's what's truth. Mm-hmm. When I was coming up, Christmas was real to me. Yes. But it was real to me in the fact that I realized that on Christmas, 
Jesus Christ was born as the Savior of the world. My mother made that clear to all five of her children. Mm -hmm. And it didn't take nothing from Christmas for me. I still enjoy the little stories they told, like we enjoy fairy tales and the songs they sung, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, and all that. It, it, It still was. But I understood in my heart the truth of Christmas. My mother and father made it plain as I made it plain to my children that, hey, I'm your Santa Claus, <laughs> me and your mother. <laughs> Everything under that tree, God gave us the ability to get it for you. No man came down that little chimney. <laughs> That little chimney. That little chimney and brought you a gift. It was me and your mother. And I don't think it took one thing from my children because it sure didn't take anything from me. Amen. And so Christmas, Mm. Christmas, for many people, it has different meanings. They define it differently. For the industries, for the businesses, they define as a time to make money. And so, and so even now, they bypass Thanksgiving. Before Thanksgiving is over, the next thing that what you see is Christmas displays and trees and, and all that's those so things. That's right. Before it's over. Sometimes before Halloween. Yeah. They, 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 they do it. And you know, I thought I was saying, I'm a Halloween baby. <laughs> I was born October 31st, 1948. <laughs> so it, so it came to me one day, you know, God, Something good comes out of every day. <laughs> and, yes, yes. And, and so I thank God. But but when you look at Christmas mm-hmm. and what Christmas should truly mean, mm-hmm. the Bible tells us in St. John 3, 16, it tells us about the love that God had for us. God so loved the world. For God so loved the world oh, yes. that he gave his only begotten son yes. that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Yes. For God sent not his son to the world to condemn the world, but that through him the world might be saved. Yes. Amen. Yes. And yes. so, And so understanding this, we must conclude in our own hearts that Christmas mm-hmm. is all about love. Yes. Have you ever wondered what Christmas time? It seems like even the meanest, rudest people You're so right. have a change of heart and mind. That's yes. Right. That's right. It's because of God's love surrounding the day. Yes. yes. The atmosphere changes. People are kinder one to another. Even when you step out and look at the beautiful decoration, and I know, I know there are people who say they are Christians, who say they believe God, and I don't doubt their faith in God, who would criticize the decoration of trees and, and the decoration of homes. But to me, it's a birthday party. Mm. You know, uh, uh, when they give me a, a birthday party, a celebration, are you? Yes, sir. You want to see a cake right. decoration. That's right. You want to see decoration around the house or wherever you are. And I believe in my heart, if we want it, shouldn't we be obligating our own hearts because we know and believe in our hearts without doubt that he was born. Mm. And then he came to the world and when the angel was talking to the wise men, the Bible says that suddenly a great host came to them and said, goodwill <laughs> has come unto men. Goodwill. 
the goodwill of God to bless us, to love on us, and to take care of us. And so it's something about Christmas that the children are happy. The adults are happy. It's something that brings out the best in everybody. It may not last a long time, but at that time, you can see it happening. And so Christmas is all about love. If you want to define Christmas, it is God's love for us. Yes. That God would take his only begotten son, mm-hmm. his only begotten son, mm-hmm. and give him for us. Mm. My, my sons, I could not see myself doing that, daughter. Oh, I love Amen. But his love was of such that the Bible, the Old Testament said it pleased him. He felt good about it. And the thing about that good feeling he felt about that, it was in his son also because they are equal in wisdom and knowledge and understanding and power. Jesus, spirit of God's spirit, understanding of God's understanding, came and became sin for us. He who knew no sin became sin for us, our Savior. And it all began at his birth on Christmas Day. Let me say this and I shut my mouth. We understand, and this is for the critics. Yes, sir. We understand that the December 25th is not actually his birthday. So true. But I know some people that was not recorded what their birthday was. Yes, sir. And they've gone downtown and made a date. <laughs> and made a date. <laughs> and they celebrated. Yes, sir. So that they can be remembered. Yes. yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that Jesus can be remembered. Constantine did that. He set a date. Mm. So we can remember that Christ was born in that place called a manger. And I thank God every day for what is in my heart to know that he's real. Well, God bless you, daughter. I hope I said something to help you in there. You sure did. You kind of answer all the other questions at the yes, same time. But so God true. be the glory. Or do I talk too much? So I swear you did just enough. You know, one thing that I love is coming to church and seeing all the beautiful Christmas decoration. And I noticed throughout the years, not church is decorated, but your house too. You know, Bishop Sharon, I watch you bring Christmas to life in your cooking yes. and bringing us together. What you are to what we call a matriarch. My mom used to say that. I'm the matriarch. And I used to be like, yes, you are. You know, it's a powerful woman within a family. Yes, and she is. And your love during this time of year extends beyond presence under the tree. Words that just soothe the soul and comfort those who feel despair. This Christmas feels different. And for some, it holds loss. You know, why is it important? Bishop kind of summed it up, but I would like to hear why is it important for you to think or to reflect that we need to do that for Christmas? Why do we need to reflect on Christ doing Christmas, especially when we're going through so much? You know, it is important that we reflect on Christ at Christmas so that we never lose the true meaning of Christmas. Yes, yes. We've got to reflect means to look back, Mm. to remember, to think about. And it's important that we reflect on Christ 
at Christmas so that we never lose the true meaning of Christmas, so that we will never forget the love that God has for us, that we will never forget that the birth of Christ brought to us the hope of salvation. You talked about the decorations, the cooking, the baking of cakes and pies. Oh my God, it's a (laughs) it's a joy. And you know what? It's only at Christmas that my children get chitlins. <laughs> Y'all have that. Uh, yes, I know some. I know somebody up there say, "Yeah, you know." But but Christmas yes. is good with chitlins and rice and collard greens, and you have to have your potato salad. So they look they look forward to once a year yes. their mom standing at the sink with those smelly chitlins and cleaning them and you know they've got to be clean because you don't eat everybody's chitlins you understand they've got to be clean I clean the chitlins amen because it's Christmas and my family is coming together in my heart it represents the preparation of something special Uh, that is about to happen. Let me say that again. It represents the preparation that something special is about to happen. I decorate. Yes, I do. I decorate. Uh, I do. I put lights on the outside, lights on the inside. I have three Christmas trees in my house. One Christmas tree is just for my peppermints. Amen, amen. And my little two-year, well, she'll be two in December. She's the one that has already started attacking the peppermint tree. She She would take one and she would pull one off and she would give that to her papa. Then she would pull two more off. She would have one in one hand and one in the other hand and she would eat it. I decorate, I cook, I bake in preparation for the celebration of Jesus. For the celebration of Jesus. It's a celebration. Bishop said it. It's a celebration. And I do all of this for preparation. Even in the exchanging of gifts we give. Yes. We do that to remember the gifts brought to Christ by the wise men. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? Some of those gifts were were very costly. Yes. Well, all of them were very costly, but some of them cost more uh, than the others did. But they brought the gifts and they brought them in love. And every year we do this. All of our children are grown. All of our children now are grown. My God, we have a 51-year-old. Ooh, <laughs> Jesus. I have a 51-year-old son. You we have a <laughs> we have a 51 year old, we have a 48 year old and we have a 46 year old. Wow. Oh my Lord Jesus. But all of our children now are grown and have their own homes and their children. But I continue decorating and cooking and baking to celebrate the birth of Christ at the Jones house. Yes, yes. <laughs> say that again. At the Jones. <laughs> well, I should say at the Jones senior house. Yes. And it's something about our children, they come to our house looking for the lights, looking for the food, looking. I told them this year, let's do something different. We just had turkey and dressing and all of that for Thanksgiving. Let's do something different. Let's do a crab pot. My Lord, let's do something. Let's do something. Only at the Jones house. <laughs> let's do, 
but hey, I did not get agreement with that because when I started naming off crab and shrimp and 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 potatoes and 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 oh. sausage and corn, and then I heard an echo and macaroni and cheese, and I another I heard another echo chitlins and collard greens. Oh, I said, well, hey, and, and turkey and ham. I said, okay, well, let's just forget about the crab. Let's okay. do that another on another time. But we gather together. Mm-hmm. We gather together to have fun, food, and fellowship. Like I said uh, a little earlier, it has been a long time since all of my children and all of my grandchildren have been in our house because of this pandemic. It's been yeah. a long yes. time yeah. and God has blessed us and God has kept us mm-hmm. and God is bringing us back together again. Yes. And I'm, that's the reason why. I decorate. That's the reason why I cook. That's the reason why I stand over that sink and do those chillings. And I want to say this, and she does it with extreme joy. <laughs> it's not a burden. It's not a weight on her. When I see her working, and I see and I see what she and and, and she's and she has this knack of doing it so fast. And you would think because she's able to do it so fast mm-hmm. that you, you, you would think that it wouldn't taste so good, but God has put a special gift in her hands. It's in the elbow, Bishop. What, it, in, what, the elbow. in the elbow. What, whatever is in the She got, you know, I, I remember one day. That's, I, a, that's a new one on me. I, in the I elbow. remember one day, uh, one day, uh, our children, uh, after anniversary, they was going to cook for us. Mm-hmm. They was going to cook for us. And so we came home and we relaxed. I laid down to take a nap. And when I woke up, they said, it'll be ready in about an hour. <laughs> I sat in the room. I watched some television. And I said, is it ready yet? And they said, not yet. And my wife said, let me go fix your oh. All they were doing were frying chicken wings, opening cans of string beans and rice and some jiffy cornbread. And they they and, didn't have the elbow. And, 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 but let me tell you, when she went in the kitchen, oh my God. when she went in the kitchen, about 30 minutes later, it, so, was, it was done. It was done and on the table. And my girl said, Mama, how you do that so fast? It's in the elbow. <laughs> it's, in, it's in the elbow. <laughs> you know, so 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 Christmas time when she's doing these things, I mean, hey, it's just it's just it's just a wonder just to watch her working. Amen. And now she's pulling me in the mix. I've got a job to do. That's right. I got to do the prep work. That's the it. Prep work. Yeah. yeah. Chop, 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 chop. That's what my husband do. He chop, do the chop. prep work. That's it. He retired, but he does the prep work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so let's talk about the birth. We brought, All we've right. been talking about it for a while. Yes. So, you know, Isaiah mentioned somewhere around the seventh chapter and the 14th verse about Jesus being the sign mm-hmm. to the world. Yes. How a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. We know mm-hmm. his that's also Jesus. Yes. Yes. Right. He picks up Isaiah around the ninth chapter, sixth verse, to let us know that this is not a fairy tale, but a true story. True story. For us, a child is born. Yes. To us, a son is given. And yes. you've been we kind of been talking about yes. it, you know, uh, uh Pastor Jones. Yeah. How are we included in this story today? Mm-hmm. It's a true story. Mm-hmm. So are we included? In this true story, is this just some type of thing that was written in the Bible back in the Old and the New Testament? I know you mentioned it earlier, but some of us still can't see, you know, 
how are we included in this story? You know, uh, that 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 uh, that statement that God that the that the writer made in St. John uh, three sixteen. For God so loved the world. So loved the world. It included all of us. Mm-hmm. We understand, we understand that salvation uh, first came to the Jews. But then the Lord said, Now I extend my hand to all Gentiles. Yes. We are included. We're included. We are included. We were included from the beginning. Mm. For the Bible says, before the world was ever formed, God had already devised a plan of salvation. Mm -hmm. God already knew that we wouldn't do it right. He already knew that we'll mess up. But even his love extended then that he was going to bring you back. You know, thousands of years ago, when Jesus hung on the cross, Thousand years ago, when the angels declared his birth, when the star stood in space, that you could see the place where he, where he was born, we were included. We were included. Mm. No, we were included. My God. Wasn't born, wasn't no, on nobody's mind, cause whoever <laughs> mind I got on, they wasn't born yet. My Lord. But God included us. Yes. As many as are far off. Whom the Lord our God shall call. Yes. And we are called. The Bible said he stretches his hand out to all of us. Every day he calls us to repentance. Yes. And any of us who hear his voice and repent, we have the gift. Yeah. It was done for every one of us. And to those who are listening today, it is for you. I don't care what your life has been Mm -hmm. or what you've gone through in life or what you feel you have missed or what you feel you have. It can never compare to the grace, the love, the peace and the joy of having God with you. Amen. Amen. You know, because, you know, Christmas, all the good things that we was talking about and celebrating with you guys um, often on Mm -hmm. Christmas Day. Yes. but it hits different this year. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hitting a lot of families different. Some people are truly centering themselves to find the true meaning of Christmas. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Bishop, you know, because of the pandemic and other events, Christmas has a different feeling. Mm-hmm. It's not easy being jolly and walking around, fa la 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 la. La la la. La la. You know, that's how we sound. <laughs> <too. laughs> yeah. How do we cope? I, have, yeah. I guess what I'm asking is, how do you feel we should cope and not lose the meaning of Christmas? You know, first, I feel in my heart that when stress and trouble and trials and heaviness and losses come, mm-hmm. it's not a time to run from Christ. That's right. It's my a time God. to run to Christ. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And we cannot ignore the fact that this pandemic with all its variants have brought pain and hurt to many families. That's right. Some will sit down today at the Christmas dinner mm-hmm. with empty seats. Yes. And plates that are not there. Yes. The voices of people they will not hear. Their laughter they will not hear. Their smiles they will not see. And we can't say that that's easy. Mm. But there's something about going through hurts and pains and loss with the Lord, mm. 
rather than going through them without him. My God. It's a certain peace that God brings to an individual's heart and mind. Yes. We can't explain it, but he can comfort us like no other thing or situation or person in the world can comfort. His spoken word is yes. a comfort. Yes. His presence is a comfort to us in our lives. Mm -hmm. And so what I would say about this time, that if you know him, My God. seek him more. Yes. Celebrate this day as never before. Lean on God. Do what you normally do. Give the gifts. Prepare, prepare the dinner. Decorate. And you do it all for him. Mm. For his birthday. And just celebrate him. Can I say this? And for those of you who are listening, who don't know him. My God. Who've never experienced his love or his caring are the power of his word in your heart and in your mind. I suggest that you take a moment yes. and just talk to him. You might say, I don't know if you're real or not, hmm. but if you're real, will you listen to me? Will you hear me? He's that kind of God hmm. who will listen to you. Yes, he will. And if you see your heart, yes, you really yes, desire to know yes, him, yes, yes, he yes. will let you know him. Hmm. He'll do it. You know, the Bible said, blessed are they to do hunger yes. and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Mm -hmm. Daughter, so many people hmm. are hungry. Yes. But they don't know what they're hungry for. That's true. You ever been hungry? Got taste. And somebody say. Yes. I just and, went through and, that. And somebody say, you're hungry. What you want to eat? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just hungry. I'm just hungry. <laughs> yes. Some people are hungry. They are hungry for something in their heart or void yes. that's there. Emptiness is there. My Can't God. nobody mm. feel that void in your heart like the Lord. Nobody. Nobody like That's that. why he sent his son. Yes. Mm. That's why he sent his son to the world. He didn't have to come. He had it all in heaven. Mm. The son of God. But he counted not robbery to be Equal to God. Yes. Yet the ominous and the love of his heart for his father and for you, he became humble. Yes. Even to the cross that he died for you and I. Yeah. It was for all of us, daughter, yes. that he died. It was for all of us. <laughs> and you need to shout glory, hallelujah. And if you don't know him, hallelujah. lift your hands and Woo. Clap your hands and shout right. glory, hallelujah. Yes. This is my opportunity. Can you Woo! say that? This is my opportunity yes. to know this God, this Jesus Christ that you're talking about. And I want to tell you, his hands are outstretched to bless you. He wants to help you. He wants to take you into the beloved. My my, my, my. And all you got to Woo! do is believe. Well, Alicia, oh, you, you know what? Lord, you, you, Lord, know what Lisha, you know what, Alicia? You said at the beginning to the congregation, yes. to the congregation. let the congregation, congregation. say amen. <laughs> <laughs> amen, yes, amen. God. I'm telling you, I pray you are unwrapping the wisdom Hallelujah. from my chief apostle and bishop. When the gift comes from the heart, the meaning of that gift becomes special mm -hmm. and has value. Yes. You know, Bishop Sharon, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm trying to control myself. I don't cross <laughs> my legs like three times underneath this table because y'all know it don't take much for me to tell God thank you. Yes. So I have to, I'm not holding the mule. I'm just trying to keep me down. 
Bless you. You God. know, this is Sharon. I guess I'm tag teaming you both because I have a, a question for you next. I was talking to you about the setting, the atmosphere for the holidays, how much you pour love into what you do. Not that my apostle doesn't pour love too. His fathership stands strong and carries weight. That God so loved the world scripture that we keep bringing up mm-hmm. in the midst of this conversation. When do you think God truly gave his son to us? You know, I think about how Abraham knew he had, he was like, God will provide, but not in this situation. God was not providing a ram. Was it in the manger or on the cross? Uh, how can we experience God's love during this season? Bishop was kind of touching on it about us accepting him and yes. seeking him yes. for celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. Well, baby, God had already worked out a plan of salvation yes, he for had. us. And as Bishop said, even before the foundation of the world, the plan was already made. God knew we were going to sin and act crazy and act stupid and out of our head even before we were even born. So it was in the plan of God from the very beginning that the foundation of salvation be set. Yes, we've been talking about St. John 3.16 all through this whole podcast, but for God so loved the world. Yes that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. It was already in the plan. Yes. So we must look at this as the process. A process had to be done. A process had to be a process had to be followed. Just like in our life a process has to has to happen yes. for us to get through to what God has called us to do. So a process Process. Yes, a process. You you know, you ask, uh, was it at the manger or was it at the cross? It was er- it was at the very start. Yes. Wow. At the when very the, at the very beginning. When the at the very yeah, no shape was, no was, was 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 void. My my my. Before the plan the found, before, of salvation. Before the foundation. You yes. Know, God's that kind of God. Because He's omnipresent. My God. Because he does, he does not stand in time. He stands outside of time. Wow. He's able to look at the past, the present, and the future yes. at the same time. All yes, at once. Yes. And so he understood that we along the way would fall short. Mm. And so he devised that plan of salvation. Jesus Christ was always to be the Lamb of God. Mm. And you ask the question, when do you think God truly gave his son to us? Was it at the manger or the cross? It was in the beginning. Yes. It was in the process had to come because if there was no birth, <laughs> there would be no cross. What you say? And if there was no cross, there would be no salvation. Talk to us. It was all because of the plan of salvation that Jesus had to be born. Yes. He had to be born. He had to live a life free from sin to let us know that we could do it. Yes. Hallelujah. And then he had to offer himself for, our, for the sins of the world. That was God's plan. It was God's plan. The birth had to happen, the virgin birth through a clean young woman and, had to happen. And that was the purpose of that. Because you know that that when a man and woman comes together, it is the man's blood that is in the child. 
couldn't have the blood of a man My and a God. child, but he had been born contaminated by sin. Wow. So it had to be the power of the Lord. Yes, That's yes. what Gabriel told, to, told Mary. He said, he said, what shall come upon you is holy. Therefore, yes. what is in you is holy. It's holy. Undefiled. From his birth, he My was undefiled. God. My God. But then, My but then, God. The, the, but then, daughter, the Bible tells us we have not a high priest that cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmity, but in all points was tempted, like as we, but without sin. Mm. And so it brings to pass what we've been talking about. He who knew no sin became mm. sin for us. My God. Let me say this. Yes, sir. From the beginning, the birth of Christ. To the cross, the whole story, the whole truth was L-O-V-E. And that was the plan of God. For God so loved the world. It was all about that love. That he gave his only begotten son, <laughs> that whosoever, man, woman, girl, yes, boy, yes. rich, poor, no matter what you've done in your life, that whosoever, whoever you are, if you believe Receive God, you will have eternal life. So no birth, <laughs> no cross, <laughs> no cross, no salvation. No salvation. It was the plan. It was the plan. It was all the, the plan time. of God. As my grandma so often say, it's just that simple. Just that Talk simple. to us. It's just <laughs> that simple. Yes, sir. I warned you there are teachings will come alive in your flesh. This is one of the best meals I enjoy on the post. I am enjoying feasting with you both, man on oh man. I don't want to say goodbye. <laughs> you know, my students often say when they say they get called home to go early and they walk out the door, they'll be like, bye, Miss Trimble. I say, Goodbye, baby. See, Miss Trimble, stop saying goodbye. That means I won't see you again. <laughs> say, see you later. So I'm going to say the same thing. Instead of saying goodbye, I'm going to say, see you later. Why? Because I believe you will come back to the post eventually again someday. I'm going to be asking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, listen, if you're coming to Jacksonville, Florida, are you live in Jacksonville, Florida? Come check out my church, All People International Church. Come as guests and leave as family. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm about to cry because I got to get to the end of it. So let me just go ahead and hold my tears. You know, Chief Apostle, I would love for you to share something God has placed on your heart. I mean, you should. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I don't know everything that you have done thus far as sharing what God has placed on your heart. Just a little light note to the people to help them make it through this wonderful time of the year. If I could say anything about this particular time and certainly the season for which we're in, this is a difficult time in so many of our lives. Yes. Many have lost jobs, hourly wages. Some have been evicted from their homes so many things have happened. Some have been uh, not allowed to see loved ones who are infected with COVID speak their last words mm. or be there to be a support as they left this life. Mm. Deprived of that. I want to say to you, God's hand yes. is outstretched. Yes. His love is ever with you. 
And today, let us start picking up the pieces. Yes. Let us start trusting. Listen, saints, I know that some of you lost faith because you prayed to God and said, God, do such and such. Listen, God, don't make no mistakes. No. You know, I lost a brother, uh, Deacon Hosley. He was not my spiritual brother. He was my brother-in-law, but I didn't call him brother-in-law. He was my brother. Mm-hmm. And I, when he got sick, I kept believing that God was going to raise him up. I, I just believed that it was my prayer. It was my faith. I was trusting God to do it. But you know, God knows what we don't know. God sees what we don't see. Mm-hmm. And when he passed, it hurt me. Mm-hmm. And I questioned God. I did. Yeah, chief apostle questioned God. I said, God, why? But think about it. Every time I've asked God a question, every time I pose that three-letter word, why? And when you look it up, it says, why demands an answer? Demands an answer. (laughs) Well, I didn't demand God to answer me. But through God's love, God answered me. Yes. A scripture came. I heard it. I read it. And in essence, it said, sometimes we question why good people pass. Mm-hmm. And we take and we don't consider the fact that God took them at that time to keep them from a worse evil. Mm-hmm. Something that came in their life mm-hmm. that would cause them to stumble. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't have made, So God My saw God. it. And so God My reached God. out. Yes. And said, yes, Come on. Yes, yes. Go with me now. And when I read that, when I understood that, my heart was lightened. And I said, thank you, Lord, for talking to me. God would talk to you. Yes, he will. Talk to him. Have faith enough to talk to him. And saints, remember this. Believe God. Trust God in spite of. Yes. I don't care where you are in life. And certainly in this season, it's something about this season. I said it early and I'll say it again. It's something about this season. Oh, that's going to make you smile. That's right. Something about this season that some little baby going to come by and pull on you that you don't even know mm-hmm. and say, hey, Merry Christmas. Are they going to say, it's Christmas? And in your heart, you feel a lightness. Mm-hmm. Trust God to bless you during this season and always keep the faith in God. And you don't know it. Make plans to find Amen. Amen. and trust Amen. him in your life. Amen. Well, Amen. God bless you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, Bishop Sharon, yes, will you please pray us out? Hallelujah. Father God, we thank you today for your love, your kindness, and your tender mercies. For every day you give to us brand new mercies. Brand new mercies. Mm. Father, allow your goodness to be made to us. Yes. That we made in your image will conform ourselves to your will in our life. Not in our own strength, but your strength. Not in our power, for we have no power, but in your power. Let your mercy reach from the heavens to the earth below and bless us all. Thank you, Father God, for giving to us the best gift you had, your only begotten son, son, born through the virgin, wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Thank you, Jesus, for accepting the assignment to come Mm. and live a life free from sin, showing us that it can be done. 
Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross and reconnecting us back yes. to the Father. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you today. Thank you for the birth. Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you for the cross. Yes. Thank you for salvation. Yes. Bless families, Lord. Bless families. Bless homes. Yes. Bless loved ones. Bless mothers and fathers and children. Bless that single man. Bless that single woman. And keep us all safe and protected during this time of the year. Let the laughter roar. Hallelujah. Yes. And the joy in our hearts oh, ring out. Yes. And let your peace be on earth and goodwill, Lord, to all men. Those hearts that are heavy, oh, Father, those hearts that are lost and depressed, yes. that are heavy, don't know which way to turn. Let us show the love of Jesus by giving and showing love and concern. Let us speak a word of encouragement yes. to some man, some woman, some girl, and some boy. God, lift today. Cover us all in your love. Let us be covered in your love. Let this be the best Christmas we've ever experienced. For we ask this in Jesus' yes. mighty name. Yes. Thank you now. Thank you now for Leisha Tremble. God, continue to bless her. Yes. Continue to pour out your anointing upon God. her. The words that come from her lips, let it be a blessing to some heavy heart. Bless and lift now, and we'll give you the praise, the honor, and all of the glory. For we ask it in Jesus' name, we say thank God. Thank God. Amen. Amen. And amen. In Jesus' amen. mighty name, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you both again. Thank you. Um, your presence here has been not just a privilege, but an honor. This episode is goody, good, good. <laughs> Satisfying to all who are listening this Christmas Eve Hallelujah. or any time after that. You know, may you all have yourself a merry, merry Christmas and may your lives be bright. And we say together, Merry, merry Christmas. Christmas. God bless you. <laughs> From our house to yours. Yes.